beautiful. Okay. Stay. Stay. Mouse? Mouse? Kazam! Wow! Sham wow, baby. All the words that, you know, are important to me in my life. Um, hey! Welcome back! Welcome to full... Circus, okay? It's full, full circus. It's not it's not empty. It's not empty circus. This is the max. We've got all of it, all of it today. Look at that. We got a new light. Crap. You know what? I told myself right before I started the show I was not going to reference the light in the background. And that was the first thing I did out of my mind. I saw it and I was like, well, that's cool. And boom. And I had to change colors. I thought it would be fun. But I wish I didn't. But hey, that's life, baby. We keep pressing forward. Anyways, episode 20. Hey, guys. We're here. Um, you know, I, I'm i not going to say I didn't think I was going to be here. That's I'm going to say something different. I'm going to try and never say that ever again. I've said that before on the podcast, and I've continued to say it going you know, through these past few episodes, but no more. Cutting it off. No more of that people doubting us because, yeah, people did doubt us. Crap! I'm going down the same rabbit hole I try to ignore every single episode. Let me start fresh. <sighs> Listen, everything's pretty chaotic right now, but I just you just got to give me a minute. Give me a minute to get into the zone. And yes, I could have done this before I started the show, but just bear with me. <sighs> hey, <laughs> welcome. Welcome back to Full Circus, episode 20. More than you can count on your hands unless you're a freak. 20 freaking episodes. My name is Tristan Sartoris, and we are in the booth. And I'm not even going to reference any lighting that may or may not be going on behind me. So, um... Whatever you feel like observing with your eyes or your ears, if you're only listening to the audio version of the show, then feel free to do so. But I will not say anything verbally to acknowledge anything anymore. But um, what's up? What's going on? Believe it or not, it might sound like I'm butt full of energy, but uh, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm so tired. I haven't get. I haven't been getting like any sleep lately. Because I can't, I can't help staying up. Now I'm not on my phone. I'm not playing games. I'm not watching anything. I just have a hard time sleeping. And when you have a hard time sleeping, you end up sleeping in a little bit. When you sleep in, you keep falling over this this further edge. And even when I'm tired, I'm just I'll be like falling half asleep and just up. And I can't sleep ever. So I wasn't able to sleep last night, and I woke up early anyways. So I don't have a lot of a lot of, you know, in me. I don't have a lot in me. Um, But a wise man once said, fake it. Lie or something. I don't know what the wise man, I don't know what they say, but I'm faking it. I'm faking, I'm lying about how much energy I have. And by doing so, my body's reacting in such a way that it thinks it has energy, probably, or I'm just really good at lying. Um... But anyways, I just, yeah, sleep's been awful. Sleep's been awful for me lately. And I've said this multiple times on the show. It's just like over and every like couple months, like, dang, he's going through another bad pattern again. And I don't know how to fix it. I'll just be sitting there in the middle of the night and my brain just lights up with something. And, and I've talked about this kind of on the podcast before. I'm like, oh, I just got to Google a certain beautiful fact, you know, like what, what volcanoes are still dormant just because I got to know if I'm going to be safe. I don't even live in a location where volcanoes are accessible, but just for my own safety, I have to look that up. But that's not what, that was not the case here. The case here is just my brain thinking of funny stuff. It's, it's like three 30 in the morning. I'm like, 
And then my brain goes, bling. I'm like, what, 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 what is it? And he's like, wouldn't it be funny to put on a t-shirt a snake riding a unicycle? And then I'm like, what, what is going on? He's like, but wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be funny? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 that's pretty, that's pretty good. But we're trying to go to sleep. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, fine, fine, we'll go to sleep, we'll go to sleep. But what if we put a different shirt where a snake was juggling, right? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Because he's got no arms. He's got no arms. What's he going to do? If he's juggling, there's three balls in the air. Isn't that hilarious? It's going to be I'm like, yeah, freak. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But dude, we really got to go to sleep, man. We, we really got to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Bing. But what if he was juggling on a unicycle? Isn't that like freaking combined? And I'm like, all right, you know what? Fine, I'm up. It's hilarious. Let's freaking, let's make it. We got to make this shirt for ourselves. And it's just like a mental cowlick or something like that. Like it's just, bing, it just flicks right up. I just get these stupid, funny ideas that are like me. I'll just be sitting there at four o'clock in the morning just... <laughs> I'm just chuckling to myself and I can't get it to go down no matter how much gel I put on my brain um I can't I can't feel better about it because it's just it, it's how my brain works no matter how tired I am funny things are still funny no matter how late it is a snake <laughs> trying to juggle on a unicycle is hilarious and I can't get that out of my head so I don't get a lot of sleep because of it but Rest assured, we're going to make a banger t-shirt. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's it. That's all I got to say. I don't know how I'm going to sleep. I don't know how I'm going to figure it out, but it is what it is. Um, drop some yellow on there, guys. Um, what? <laughs> and I don't know what I was saying. What's been going on? What's been going on? Segway. Uh, I took a voiceover class, usually. Not usually. Sorry, this is part of this is the, the there's there's cracks in the facade here of me saying yeah I'm I got tons of energy here, um, yeah. Anyways, I, I took a voiceover class, like a voice acting class, for the first time. I've taken acting classes before, but never never a voice acting acting class, and it was good. It was good. It was really exciting. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was. It was fine. There were some technical difficulties, though. So they had me reading these characters, and and everyone else they got their setups, they got everything like now, and and I got a wireless mouse in my pocket here, and that's kind of what read the beginning of the show. Like, don't move. It doesn't matter. Um, so I, I got this wireless mouse set up here, and I got my notes, my script right here on the screen, and they're waiting for me to do these reads. Now, the way I got my script, my second script, at least, like, in the middle of class, while I'm also trying to pay attention to understand what he's saying so I can listen and learn, but also read and, like, try and figure this out, and everyone, you can just read off the script, just read off the script, and my mouse doesn't work. My freaking wireless mouse does not work from inside the booth. So I'm sitting there trying to scroll. I'm like, ah, I... And uh, I'm trying to figure out how to act and process the information while also trying to be off book in, like, 30 seconds. And I just, I couldn't do it. I was I was like trying to understand what he was saying and trying to adapt and direct by also going like what in the world did that guy that character say in a bug's life that I saw 13 years ago or not however long ago that movie came out well it's 2021 dang um but anyways yeah I was, I was so I was getting I was nervous I was so panicked I was like dude come on freaking dead. not today man not today you gotta scroll with me baby and it just didn't work and and I didn't want to look like I wasn't paying attention or I didn't look at the scripts or I, you know, wasn't trying. I was like, just bear with me for a second, sir. Um, 
but it worked out. It worked out. It was a really good class. I learned a lot. It was fun. It was it was worth the investment. Worth the investment. Worth the money. Um, another thing was, you know, I kept I kept addressing the the teacher as sir, right? Because that's what I do. I'm a respectful Southern gentleman. Um, so I'd say yes sir, yes sir, no sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Got you, yes sir. And um, and they kept laughing at me. They kept laughing like, dude, what are you what are you doing? I'm not in the, I'm not in the army. I'm not wearing stripes. Like you don't gotta address me as sir. Okay, it's just don't worry about it. And uh, and I kept saying yes sir. No, I mean, sorry sir. I mean no yeah what whatever. Uh, yes, sir. And they just kept laughing. They kept laughing. I couldn't stop it. And I was like, dude, I grew up in the South, man. I grew up with my dad who instilled some hardcore strong manners. He was just like, listen, boy, right, you can address these people with some respect. You're going to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. You got it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll try. And then I would mess up. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And like, what'd you say? Hey, uh, Yes, sir. You understand me? Like I, did, he was the mailman. I didn't understand. It's like that. It doesn't matter. You show some respect, and uh, and I learned a lot. I learned a lot from my dad, and I, I, I do address people like that, and it's gotten me in trouble on some occasions because I'll say stuff like that, or you'll say yes, ma'am, to a lady, and then some people just take that as like, hey, I'm not like an old lady or something. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. That's just what I do. It's just what I say. It's what I was taught to say. Okay, I got respect. Do you want respect or not? And I got tons of it. I got tons of respect to go around. But for some reason, people aren't used to getting it these days. This southern hospitality, these southern these southern manners that I'm just passing around. Um, yeah, people just aren't ready for it. So I just, I always address people. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And that's how I was raised. And I feel like the world could use a little bit more of that. But who knows? Um, so anyways, the class was good. What else happened after that? After that, I was pretty stressed out after the class ended. I felt I need to have a cheat day, right? Now, if you don't know what a cheat day is, it's, uh, you know, it's basically where you eat as much junk as humanly possible in a short span of time. So I went off my diet, right? We had a we had a friend over, we went skating, and I was like, oh, "Okay, we got. I'm gonna we're gonna freaking yeah, just eat everything I can." So we're buying stuff. I'm getting good deals on snacks. I'm seeing, oh dang, two ninety nine. Usually it's three seventeen. <laughs> what a deal! So I get that. I'm I got way too much stuff than I can eat. And as the sun goes down, I'm eating stuffed, stuffed. I'm so full, but it's a cheat day. It's a cheat day, and I got all these deals. I spent this money. And everybody goes to bed, it's late, and now it's like 2 or 3 in the morning again. And during these cheat days, right, during these cheat days, a part of me just refuses to go down knowing there is something left in that bag or in that box. Because I spent that money, I'm thinking, hey, I'm probably not going to have a cheat day for a few weeks or a month or whatever I'm going to do. It's only such a rare occasion. I got to really live this out to its full potential. I'm going to get my money's worth today. So it's 3 a.m. I'm sweating and the lights are off. Everybody's asleep and I'm just eating food. I'm just eating. I'm eating the cookies. And I had this moment right in the middle as I'm sucking down another Twinkie. I'm just having this moment where I'm looking around at what is happening in the world where the world is completely still in the middle of the night and I am just shoving it as hard and as ferocious as I can eating. I'm so full. I don't even want the freaking Twinkie. I don't want the ice cream sandwich or the iced oatmeal cookie bars or the chips. Um, the chips were good. But, you know, all this stuff, I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. But the part of my brain is like, 
you gotta, right? You spent $4.50 on all this stuff. You gonna let that go to waste? And I had already eaten about 75% and I said no. No, so I stayed up and I kept going and going and going until I was full. And I felt very sad and ashamed of myself, but hey, smart with my money, you know? I got my money's worth. I don't ever waste a cent. Very frugal. Learned in the Italian ways. It's Italian. It's Italian to... It's Italian to stabilize and to eat all your food. So that, you know, your grandma doesn't smack you. But anyways... That was fun in in its own twisted, sick way. Like ap- like looking back on the fact, it's funny. It's it was very sad in the moment. It was like, what? Who am I? You know, what am I doing with with my life? You know, where where am I in the world right now? When you when and I think eating eight to twelve tink- Twinkies will do that to your brain. There's some sort of there's got to be some sort of chemical thing where you unlock this extra level of, you know, self realization where you go, hey. Why? Why? And I didn't really get an answer because I just kept eating. And you can eat past those feelings. So people might say it's not smart to eat your feelings, but it, they don't say that you can't. You can. You freaking can eat your feelings. Um, again, not recommended, but you can do it. Especially if you're on a budget, you know, and you just got to make sure you get it. Uh, what else? What else happened? I, uh, we went to go, I went to go get some new mattresses a couple of days ago. I woke up and my mom was like, hey, you want to go get these new mattresses? And I was like, what? Why? Jess, what, what do you mean? Mattresses? We all have beds. And um, she's like, hey, but your your mattress is pretty bad, right? Don't you, you want to get a new mattress? I'm like, I, I guess. What time is it? And she's like, all right, well, go out, go out there and um, go go get these new mattresses. Or you can or you can wait or whatever and go show up. And I'm like, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll go get the mattresses now. And I went to go get these mattresses. I show up to this guy's door. And this guy opens the door, big, tall guy. He looks down. He's like, hey, you here to get the mattress? I'm like, yeah. And he, he opens the door and he looks out both ways. He's like, did you bring help? I was like, no. And he's like, you need somebody to help you carry these mattresses. He's like, you got to have somebody else here. I was like, you know, it, aren't they just a couple twins? You don't think I can do this? It's just on your own? And like, how heavy could it be? And he's like, and I'll show you and he was like he was a little bit upset he's like I don't know why um probably because he thought he was gonna have to help with these heaping behemoths but in my mind he's like you know you can't do this and I was like well that pretty much means I'm gonna now doesn't it so I gotta go up there and like how heavy can a twin be now I went to go pick it up and sure enough it's this freaking thick memory foam must have been loaded with concrete or something I was like oh nah I got it I got it And, um, and I start hauling these things out throwing him in the van you know maybe I was trying to pop it on my there was no handles either so it was like sliding off my shoulder and he's like yeah these mattresses just weren't good on my back you know um just didn't work that great they were expensive they were like 2200 bucks I'm like dragging it through the grass I'm like 2200 really I'm like just chuck it into the back of this old minivan it's like oh man it's like yeah you know it wasn't too heavy though I got it knocking down like through the branches of his trees Wow, expensive. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, uh, yeah, mattresses are expensive these days. Flip uh, it on top and it just ratchet strap it down. So, yeah, pretty good. Anyways, told you I could get those mattresses, boy. And, uh, you know, he was impressed. And he, he he thought it was good. And I felt good. And, and I felt proud. And it was, I had only been up for eight minutes at that point. 
So I brought the mattresses home, and my mom laid down on them, and she realized that, you know, she wanted them both for herself. So I'm just joking. That's a, that's a complete joke. Mom, I know you're watching. It's not the truth, okay? I'll admit it. My mom's a sweetheart. She's, she tried to offer it to me, and I was like, Mom, my bag's good, okay? I just carried these 800-pound things on my shoulders like no problem. I'll be okay. And uh, and luckily, they were they were actually really nice, even like after we you know, hosed them down for a little bit. Uh, they were okay, and I, I think her back's doing better. I think she's feeling pretty good. I have to do another check-in. It's only been a couple days, but we got these new mattresses. They're in the house, and I don't know what we're going to do with her old mattress. I might make a wrestling pad out of it. I have no idea. The possibilities are endless, you know. It's kind of like when you're a kid. You just you see something, and that's still how my brain works. I'm just seeing something. I, I can do something with that. Or it's just a hoarder in me. It's like, oh, we got a freaking king-sized memory foam mattress? I can do something with that. I'll tape it to the trees and make like some sort of, you know, homemade boxing, you know, oak ring. I have no idea. Or for it. But that's just kind of how my mind works. I just want to play. I want to play with stuff all the freaking time. Um, What else? What else has been going on? Dude, I had notes. I had notes upon notes upon notes. And my phone died, so I can't remember any of them. Should I go look at them? I probably won't. Will I? There was one more part. I knew that story was supposed to segue into something. I just stepped on the keyboard. My apologies. Um, yeah, so anyways, here, oh, dang, I got a message from Staples, they're giving me something, um, what, oh, never mind, I didn't have any notes, okay, so I guess we're freeballing from here, (laughs) um, yeah, what happened, you know what, for some reason I thought that mattress story was gonna go longer, it didn't, um, yeah, kids, stories, imagination, dude, uh, here's, you, watch this segue, okay? My brain can freaking think on its feet. Um, dude, you, I don't know if this happened to anybody else, but you know, like, when you were a kid and people just used to tell you crazy stories, just anything, and you just believed them, um, if they were, like, even a week older than you, like, wow, you're so wise. I remember, I remember my brother and his friend, they were playing Pokemon cards, and... And I wanted to play. I wanted to play with them. Like, oh, I worry. I was like, so you, I don't even know how Pokemon, <laughs> the card game works, but they were like, they're discard little pile with all their spare Pokemon. I was like, oh, I want to look at them. I want to go and see them. And they would, they were sitting on them. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I was five years old. I was like, where are they? Where are they going? He's like, what do you do with the spare ones? Can I go, like look at them if you're not using them? And they were like, yeah, you see up, you see the ceiling fan? There's a little button on there right under that. If you press that, a bridge will come out from the upstairs railing. You can go under it, and they're stashed right in there. And me and my friend, we went, whoa. And I stared at that railing. They, Everybody left years gone by. I still think about it to the day. My brain says, yeah, he was sitting on him. But part of me is like, maybe. And I just can't help thinking about it. And I don't know how he came up with that on the spot, but I believed him. I believed him. Why not? Because... It made sense. It was fantastical. It was mystical. And it was just everything that I wanted in my life at the time. Um, another one was <laughs> our neighbors, right? We were just sitting there. And on the, on, the, on the driveway, it was just after playing some basketball or something. We're just sitting there. And he's like, hey, we went to go sleep over at, uh, at our friend's house. We both went over there last weekend. And it was crazy. And I'm like, whoa, what? What happened? What happened? And like, so 
they got this big TV, right? I'm like, yeah, big TVs are awesome. Okay, big TV. Like, yeah, right behind the big TV, there's an air vent. I'm like, whoa, okay, nuts. And like, so we took off the air vent. You go through the air vent. You go down. You fall into these underwater catacombs. I'm like, what is a catacomb? And then they're like, dang, is that like, how do you get your cat like super soft? Like, what do you, is that a new brush? Like, no, it's like freaking cellars and grave dead people underground. It's like, wow, that's nuts. Like, yeah, so you, you swim down through this water level. You go through three different tunnels. And then if you accidentally trigger a sensor, the water level starts to rise. So you got to swim really fast and you dive through a different tunnel and you can't even breathe. But if you get up just enough time, you'll find a little room. I'm like, what's in the room? They're like, a Rubik's Cube. I'm like, wow. This is so nuts. And I was nine years old at the time. And I thought, holy crap, this is real. And they told me this and I believed it. And I thought, man, that's a lot of work to get in that room. But that room's got to be so special for some reason. Like the brain is not like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Who would have that in their basement? They're just like, this is what happened. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. I believe it. Not even like in a sarcastic way. I'm like, yeah, let's go there now. Why not? And that's how, you know, most of my childhood was filled with stories like that. People just told me anything. And I believed them. We would get, we would find like spare phones, right? You would find like a cheap $15 phone. It'd be broken on the street or whatever. And be like, wow, it's got no service. And now you don't know how data works or minutes. You're just like, dang, this would be really cool if this phone worked. And like, yeah, apparently if you climbed one of those cell phone towers, you go all the way to the top, you can see all the mountains ever. And you can see into the Grand Canyon. And then there would be an extra cell phone service. And you would get free service. You were up that high. And then I carried a phone. I had this phone for years for three, I always add every time I saw that little the red blinking light way up there in the distance. I thought, man, if I get in a bind, at least I can climb up there and I'll be okay. And that's that's kids, kids for you. And maybe I'm just gullible. I have no idea. But that's how my life. That's how my life has gone so far. People just tell me these stories. I don't know if I'm gullible or I where I just want to believe in the power of magic or these just beautiful stories of adventures. I'm like, dang, there's no way you can do that. Yeah, you go into the woods, you go into the woods, and if you knock on the tree twice on the left side, the bark folds open and it creates a doorway in these stairs. And me and Alex, we went down and then the door shut and we were locked forever. I was like, well, how did you get out? We didn't. Wow. And nothing in my friends like he's sitting there telling me the story. I don't get it though. And um, you know, that's just part of life, I guess. Unless this was only me. I could just listen, I'm just spilling my heart out and spilling out my my beautiful tales. Um, so if this was just me, then it's embarrassing. And if not, hey, welcome. We get some good stories. Neighbors were fun though, dude. We live on this ninety plus year old street now and we've lived here for a while. But I remember having, you know, neighbors. Neighbors. You know, growing up as a kid, you just have neighbors. You just go outside. You go outside and people are just there, outside. Before I would even wake up, I would just, like, come down the stairs like this. And there'd be three people at my door in my freaking Snoopy pajamas and or my 100 Dalmatians. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, dude, we got to freaking play. I'm like, oh, 
I didn't know that was today. And we're just, it's just neighbors. Good old neighborly fun, man. It was so good. It was, it was like you lived in your own version of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And I miss that. I miss that feeling of, you know, I don't know, kids, children. Children just have a way of having fun. I wish there was, I mean, I think my mind still works like that to where that's what I want to go do. I just want to go and, you know, pretend to be a pirate or a ninja, ninja turtle or build a fort. But, you know, sadly, I'm 12 and everybody else grew up. So I don't know what to do about that, but I miss that feeling. I miss that feeling of adventure or just a random summer day. You're just like, yeah, see that stick? That's a sword. Let's battle. And that's what you do all day long. And you would climb up on the roof and you'd battle and whoever died, died. And you blame it on someone else. And it was good. It was good. Man, there's so many many stories from neighbors, dude. I remember our neighbor one time, he was, uh, and sometimes, you know, kids like to get in trouble. And when you have that many kids, that many personalities, you know, a lot of bad ideas can come up out of nowhere. And I remember one time, so the neighbor, he was like, my buddy, he said, here's what we're going to do. You're going to tell your parents that you're sleeping over at my house. And I'll tell my parents, I'm sleeping over at your house. And then we will go outside all night and just party. And they'll both think we're over at each other's house. And we'll have complete freedom. And and luckily, luckily, eight-year-old me had some like common sense for to put this together. And I was like, dude, this isn't a sitcom, okay? What do you think is going to happen? They're not going to notice us four feet? You're my next-door neighbor. You think they're not going to not see us eight yards over there? Like, wow, where, 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 how are the boys? I thought they were with you. I thought, and we're just, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even make it three driveways away. Um, yeah, I was, there's, sometimes I was grateful for my, my common sense. I was grateful for my, you know, thinking ahead. Other times I wish I had it more in other situations. Um, like when you'd go and ding dong ditch somebody or throw snowballs at cars. And sometimes I wish that part of my brain would have been like, Hey, this might not be a good idea because the cars stop and they follow you and they tell your parents and then you cry. Um, but anyways, whatever it happens, it happens, dude. We're at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, did I fake it? Did I fake it? Did you buy it? Did it look like I had tons of buttloads of energy? I'm, I keep meaning to say boatloads, and I don't know why it comes out like that. But if there are buttloads of energy somewhere in the universe, I will find it, and I will harness it for the good of mankind. Um, my mom is sending me messages about something, coconut oil or whatever. I'll, I'll just whatever doesn't matter i gotta go (laughs) guys thanks so much for being into this episode this episode (laughs) i don't even know what i'm talking about dude i don't even know what i'm saying drop some different colors on that green all right guys thanks so much for tuning in this is full circus episode 20 i'll catch you in the next one all right later peace